All You Need To Know, the NDTV Profit Podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from NDTV Profit and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 10th of January. Here's everything that you need to know at the start of your day. Indian exporters are bearing the brunt of higher freight and special surcharge by private insurers as vessels continue to undertake longer journeys to avoid the Red Sea. The effect on global maritime trade has been felt across shipping lines and especially on the availability of oil. India is a major importer of oil, as you know. Attacks by Houthis on shipping vessels began mid-November and have only increased since then in response to the war in Gaza. A GTRI report released earlier this month warned that India might have to diversify its sources of crude oil and liquefied natural gas and explore alternative trade routes to reduce dependency on the conflict-prone Red Sea Passage. Meanwhile, a Bloomberg report estimates that India may see about $30 billion shaved off its total exports in the current financial year, as threats to cargo vessels in the Red Sea have led to a surge in container shipping rates and prompted exporters to hold back on shipments. You can read more about that on the website ndcvprofit.com. Now, the World Bank has left India's GDP growth forecast unchanged while reaffirming India's position as the world's fastest growing major economy. India is expected to maintain its fastest growth rate among the world's largest economies, but its post-pandemic recovery is expected to slow with an estimated growth of 6.3% in the current financial year. The lender said this in its flagship Global Economic Prospects report published on Tuesday. The estimates are significantly lower than those of both the National Statistical Office, which had pegged it at 7.3%, and the RBI, which expects 7% growth. Turning to news from back home, the Competition Commission of India has rejected a complaint accusing PVR of abusing its dominant position. Filmmaker Yogesh Pratap Singh, referred to as the informant, filed a complaint against PVR against the Competition Act of 2002. The complaint alleged that PVR had abused its dominant position by favoring films from large production houses over those by independent filmmakers. In other news, NSDL and SEBI have filed an appeal before the Supreme Court, challenging the order of the Securities Appellate Tribunal in the Kavi stockbroking case. This comes after the SAT on the 21st of December invalidated SEBI orders, two of them, which restrained some lenders from undoing the pledge on shares held by Kavi stockbroking. In international news, the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission has said that it had not yet granted approval of spot Bitcoin exchange-traded funds and that a post that appeared on the regulator's official X account was fake. That's a Bloomberg report. The social media post, which included a comment purported to be coming from SEC Chair Gary Gensler briefly fueled a jump in the price of Bitcoin. Traders have been speculating for weeks that the agency could soon approve several of the products. Gensler subsequently said from his own X account 
that the regulator's account had been compromised, an unauthorized statement was posted and that the agency didn't or had not yet taken action on Bitcoin ETFs. In international markets, US stocks continued to languish with the bond yield on the 10-year treasury holding above 4%. The Nasdaq managed to eke out gains, but the Dow and the S&P 500 ended lower by 0.4% and 0.2% respectively. And it's a mixed start in the Asia-Pacific region with the Nikkei 225 strongly positive, gaining over a percent, and the other two early risers trading lower. And with that, it's over to Neeraj Shah for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. How are we looking today? Good morning, Alex. Seems to be a mixed day today. Difficult to call markets on any single given day, any which ways. But uh, today, most certainly with the kind of lumbering along that the US markets have done, Though the Nasdaq did end in the green, um, does that help the IT stocks even more today remains to be seen. But the bank nifty is the real culprit. It closed at its lowest level since 13 December 2023. It's below the key support of 47,500 and very close to the next support at 47,000. If that gets taken out today because individual banks like HDFC Bank and ICICI Bank are looking weak, then there is some pressure on the markets exerted by the bank. For the Nifty itself, though, strong put writing was observed by call writing, by call writers exiting uh, at 21,500 strikes. So a bit of a positive uh, vein to the nifty at least if not the bank nifty let's see if it and some of the others support yesterday frankly what helped the nifty was the performance of multitude of sectors and stocks so it was not in the top 10 even though it was a gaining sector stocks like lnt performed really well the dani twins did really well uh, some other individual movers came to the fore and that is what helped the nifty yesterday broad-based participation broader markets were okay they were okay yesterday as well though didn't end at the day's highs but let's see what happens today from amongst uh, so largely specific stories might continue to do well and that is something to be kept in mind as always uh, stocks to watch delta corp had a forgettable quarter if you will revenues down 15 percent margins cracked because EBITDA was down 45 as a result of which net profit was down 59 percent 24 percent operating margins versus 37 percent expected with the change in gaming rules so on so forth but this was certainly not a good quarter a very forgetful quarter and q3 usually is a very strong quarter for delta corp because it's the a festive season people travel to goa and everywhere else so clearly shows that there are chinks in the armor and there is uh, some work to be done for this industry. So watch out for Delta Corp. We'll see a reaction negative today, for sure. I'll be really surprised if it doesn't. Vedanta, Moody's has cut Vedanta resources rating deeper into junk territory. Let's see if Vedanta has some issues today. Uh, from Polycab, which had an issue yesterday, was down 7-8%, has denied media reports of tax evasion, has said that it has not received any communication from the IT department regarding the outcome of the search. Um, let's see if there's a bit of a recovery here. Both Tata Par and Adani Green have signed large MOUs with Tamil Nadu. Tatapar in particular, the exploratory agreement with Tamil Nadu to invest an estimated $8.5 billion in clean energy projects in the state. Now, agreed, these are MOUs and they can you know, take time to fructify. But we've seen MOU-based stocks move up. So I'm highlighting this only so that if Tatapar moves up, listeners would know why it is doing so. Couple of interesting brokerage notes. Cities come out with a note on capital marketplace. On HDFC, AMC in particular, they say that they expect HDFC, AMC to deliver 29% YOI growth in core PBT. They believe uh, that they will also see a 200 basis points YOI decline in the core cost to income 
uh, ratio for HDFC AMC and that is actually very good news. So watch out for HDFC AMC and HSBC has come out with a note on ER&D stocks. They say companies with favorable vertical exposure to maintain growth pace are higher for longer growth rates to command premium multiples for ER&D stocks. Remember for viewers or listeners who don't know, ER&D is a subset of IT, but it's not IT services, it's engineering, research and development. Uh, and therefore companies like Scient, KPIT uh, and, and a few others. And that's the two, those are the two stocks that HSBC is preferring. They have a buy on KPIT, the target price has been increased to 1930. And they have a buy on Scient, the target price has been increased to 2570. So watch out for these two names in particular today. Uh, just lastly, some stocks which come under the ASM framework include a Five Paisa, Magnum Ventures, Trident, Sigachi, and Sula Vineyards. Uh, especially Trident and Sula have had a really good run in the recent past, so watch out for these. And some strong delivery-based buying in Landmark, JSW Energy, and Ashoka Buildcon, so watch out for those stocks. With this, it's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. 